by and large, I like to think of myself as a disciplined person. And I know that if I'm not being consistent, I'm not being disciplined, and I'm not living up to that ideal of who I think I am as a person. So. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Tactical Agent Podcast. I'm Mike, and this is Chris. And as always, we're glad to be here. Hope you are too. I'm assuming that no one forced you. And if you if you are duct taped to a chair and they're playing this podcast to torture you, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, they're going to learn something. How about that? Yes, but once you are freed, if you if you're if you are freed from captivity, you will be that much more equipped to succeed in the real estate business and in life. So we we're uh, we're we're doing our part here. I, I don't know I don't know what to tell you beyond that. If you want to know more about us and what we're doing, we're trying to help ten thousand heroes take better vacations. I know that through uh, their own real estate businesses, uh, we have a complete proven approach to the business uh, and. We are happy to share it with you. So check us out and what we're doing with the 10-7 Project at ten the number 7 projectcom and we'll connect. And that's the advertisement. Today, we are going to talk about uh, a secret formula to success. Success demanding six things. And I don't know if it's only six or at least six, but it's six that Chris posted on his uh, Facebook page and... I'm going to turn it over to you, man. I'm just going to let you walk us through this, how to be successful. All right. Well, you know, it's, uh, I stole it. So don't think <laughs> that I came up with all this stuff, but, uh, I saw it and I thought that's pretty valuable. So that's the um, real secret to success is that <laughs> yeah, right? no one's got original ideas. No, you can find, you can find, I would imagine everything I'm going to tell you right now, you can find in texts that are 2000 years old. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. So nothing new under the sun, right? Yep. But in this secret formula, success demands six things. The first of those things is hard work. Oh, that's <laughs> wait a groundbreaking second. right there. <laughs> Doc on it. Yes. But like it, you know, the, the person who originally wrote this put, don't believe in luck, believe in hard work. Stop trying to rush the process or searching for a shortcut. There is none. And, I mean, what would you add to that? <laughs> I think it's pretty spot on. You know, I, yes, I would say uh, hard work is, is, is it. I think that a lot of people see the results, however you define success. I guess mm-hmm. they see results, but they don't see what has gone into it. And a lot of times it's a lot of hard work. And sometimes the work isn't even the right work. There's been mistakes made. There's been <laughs> wrong turns taken. You've worked <laughs> harder and than you needed to even in a lot of ways. But there, I, I don't know. There's just no way no way around it. Everyone's going to have to face their own hard work in, in front yeah. of them at some point. And yeah, that it it's not something that just gets handed to you. Well, it's, not, it's, not if it's going to be sustainable. Yeah. That's one of the things like one of my biggest pet peeves is when somebody, you know, kind of discounts your success and says things like, Oh, it must be nice. Or you're so lucky or whatever. <laughs> like, no, I'm not lucky. I work my ass off, you know? Yep. And I've been doing it for a long time. Um, so, yeah, but anyway, yeah. Secret, 
secret number one is is definitely hard work. And, you know, another thing that people are fond of saying is, you know, work smarter, not harder. I think that's kind of a fallacy. Uh, you know, yeah, work smart. But when you work smart and it makes things easier, then you can do more work. It's not mm-hmm. – and I'm not saying, like, forgo your life to, to work. But when you have that dedicated time that is for working, put in the effort. I think most Americans – they did a study uh, said most Americans spend about three hours of their eight hour work day actually working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so, I can, you know, I can believe that. So just, if you turn that into four hours, you're 25% more productive than most of the people around you, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. or, and, and make it six hours and man, you're 50% more productive or I'm sorry, a hundred percent more productive than most of the people around you. So um, it doesn't take much to to use work to get ahead. Yeah. It's, in one perspective, you could look at someone who, work, who worked a six-hour day consistently and is mm-hmm. getting amazing results in their, in their life and business. And somebody go, well, how could, how could I be that lazy? How could I reduce my work day? If I work eight hour days to six hour days, yeah, it must be right. nice. It's like, yeah, but their six hours may look a lot different than your eight hours or your 10 hours, mm-hmm. you know, like depending on what you're doing. And that's, yeah, there's some jobs out there, obviously it's like a physical grind and, sure. you know, it's very, very hard labor and that kind of a stuff. But, um, I don't think that that's what you mean by hard work necessarily, right? Like no. we're not, discounting that but if you you know if you want to give yourself a raise as it were or start your own business just being willing to do physical labor you know having that work ethic won't necessarily help you in terms of like doing more physical labor may not be the path to right uh, your goals but the work ethic will be that uh, the hard hard work in that yes i think it's like Work is just something that, that as a culture we identify with. We, we identify with having a strong work ethic. But what it means is effort, you know, mm-hmm. put in the effort. Yeah. Not necessarily swinging a sledgehammer, but, you know. Right on. Yeah. Number two. Uh, this one is one that I struggle with a great deal, and you probably do too. <laughs> uh Patience. Mm, If you are, if you are losing patience, you are losing the battle. First, nothing happens. Then it happens slowly. And suddenly all at once, most people give up at stage one. Um, I I think that's probably true. Um, as far as people being patient, I think we see a lot of that in, in the project, Mm -hmm. um, where people, or like, man, you know, I've been I've been doing these fraud conversations for like two weeks, and I haven't closed anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a long game, you know. <laughs> yep, you gotta gotta wait till it happens. <laughs> I I definitely struggle with patience too, and this to go back to like, well, it must must be must be nice, right? It must mm-hmm. must be nice to you know, have, have this life or be able to travel, you know, here and take this weekend off and whatever I'm, whatever it is that I'm doing. And it's like, yeah, you know what? It kind of, it kind of is nice. 
but I've also been at this for a lot of years. Like I've started down this path in 2014, right? So this is nine years later. I'm starting, I'm just starting to feel like, okay, I'm, I'm getting the hang of this, <laughs> you know, like I'm learning and I've got a long way to go. I feel yet, you know, I don't feel like there's an arrival point, but yeah, it is, it is nice to see results happening and, and to have been patient over that time to not quit, right? Like I've made plenty of mistakes and I'll make more, <laughs> but I, I won't quit. And that's, that's, uh, that's where I guess patience comes in. Not easy. Yeah. Right. And it, it really isn't easy. And I, I think the most underrated part of what the guy wrote was that most people give up at stage one and they, you know, they, they find that nothing's happening. So they quit. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I think that's probably what happened. You know, we, how many times have we said 87% of realtors quit in the first two years? Yeah. The, the reason I think is because they, they don't have the patience to give the process a chance. Yeah. Um, and you and I really harp on people about trusting the process and putting in the work and not focusing on the results. And the reason we do that is because we're trying to create patience by distracting them and keeping their focus away from the things that they want the result to be. Mm-hmm. Um, because what they want is going to come if they're patient, but most people aren't really patient anymore. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, ha- we have an instant gratification world and most people who come into real estate are coming from, you know, I work for two weeks and then somebody hands me money. I work for two weeks and then somebody hands me money. I work for two weeks and then somebody hands me money. And that's just not how this business is. So yeah. it is, there, there are a lot of things working against people when it comes in terms of patience and and waiting for the result of your efforts. Um, so we go back to one, you got to put in the effort Two, you've got to wait for the result because it's not going to come right now. Yeah. There's a, there's a book that you've always been a proponent of called pound the stone, uh, Joshua Medcalf. And I, I picked it up and I noticed at the beginning is like, Hey, listen, not everything that I've talked about from a foundational principle perspective is here. So go back and read chop wood, carry water. So I'm like, Oh yeah. So I went back to chop wood, carry water. And in, in that is a story about bamboo. And I'm assuming this is true. I mean, I don't think this is entirely made up. So any bamboo farmers out there, let me know if it's wrong. But the story in the book is goes like, you know, you plant bamboo and then you begin to water it. What do you think happens after a year? Oh, well, you would see a shoot spring up. It's like, nope. So you just keep watering it. And what, what do you think happens after two years? Well, you'd see a small like shoot at least, or you'd have a plant, a bamboo plant springing up. Nope. And this goes on for five years with nothing. And then, then when it does sprout, it shoots up to soaring heights, like in 60 to 90 days. Yep. It's like, <laughs> it happens, right? Like, oh, now, now the result has come and a lot of a lot of effort and entrepreneurship is like that and a lot of it seems mysterious like but you can't see a lot of the growth that's happening doesn't mean it's not happening doesn't mean that it's that it's um a waste of time it just means you're not necessarily seeing the the roots that you're laying for the for the future growth of your success i forgot about that story in chopwood carry water that's a really strong one I, i like that a lot that was a that was a really good book too 
Yeah, it's awesome. I really, yeah. I really like it. It's, it's, it's like success for dummies. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. it's, it's, it's not a hard read. Like, it, it's so, it's so, like, and I say this in like a, a positive way. It's so dumbed down that like, you can't miss it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you, you can't not understand it. It's so simple. And I think that's, you know, if you don't like patience and hard work, you're going to have a hard time. Uh, you got to do, you got to be willing to put in the work over time. And that, t- that requires patience. Absolutely. And number three, which is what? <laughs> is sacrifice. Um, mm. If you don't sacrifice for what you want, then what you want becomes the sacrifice. And that is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, everything has its price. The question is, are you ready to pay it for the life that you desire? That's good. Dude. Mm. So solid, man. That's so good. solid. It makes me think about counting the cost, mm-hmm. right? Like if you don't count the cost, you, you could either be surprised when the, bill, <laughs> when the bill comes or, you know, you just, you just didn't have enough in it or, or you didn't want it as bad as, as you say you did, right? Mm-hmm. Because your willingness to reach deep and make sacrifices will be kind of proportionate to the actual level of desire that you want the the result whatever whatever that looks like whatever fulfillment and success looks like for you and it could be different for everybody um i mean there's there's people out there making only fifteen hundred dollars a month and they're traveling the world and staying in hostels and doing whatever they're doing and they're yeah. fulfilled they're happy that that's success for them they don't need to they they're not millionaires and they don't want to be and that's mm-hmm. okay and some people are like man i i really want to develop my net worth um, and do X, Y, and Z with, with the resources that that, uh, off affords me, you know, but if you don't sit down and decide how bad you really want it, then when mm-hmm. it comes time to make a sacrifice, you're, you're going to be less likely to less likely to make it if you don't count that cost. Absolutely. Yeah. And what does a sacrifice look like too? like, it, there's a lot of different things that are sacrifices that like, we're not saying you have to. Uh, never spend time with your family and forget about everybody else and don't go out and don't, you know, do anything that, that you enjoy just to, to mm-hmm. find success. That's not what we're saying at all. But there is a price for success. Mm-hmm. And that price comes in the form of things that you have to give up. Like mm-hmm. you, it would it be nice to sit around and watch Netflix for 14 hours a day? Uh, for some people? Yeah, I'm sure it would. But you are not going to get what you want by doing that. Um, yep. You know, we did some, I did some advanced coaching and, you know, one of the people missed almost every call because they had little things that they wanted to do that were, and, you know, they, they paid good money to be in the advanced coaching and they were never at, on any of the calls. And I'm like, you know, you're, you're not sacrificing the things you want to do now for the success that will come Mm -hmm. later in your life and what people don't realize is you know exactly what this says you know what you want becomes a sacrifice if you're unwilling to sacrifice Mm -hmm. and that there's so many people that pay that that tax and that you know price and shoot sometimes that that tax exceeds even what you can ever get because so many people quit just because they couldn't you know, sacrifice that 
little, those few little things that they wanted to do mm-hmm. to to develop a, a pattern of of success and it, it's it's really sad if you if you think about it like I, I have a really hard time feeling sorry for people who are unwilling to sacrifice to make it but at the same time like it's 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 pretty sad if you think about it like a sad way to live I think yeah yeah people um, people can say that they want something but but I think the the reality is we're we're kind of living the lives we want Mm-hmm. And we've made the sacrifices that are necessary to get what we what we have. Yeah. And unless you're willing to sacrifice more, then getting getting more and growing isn't likely to happen. Uh, it'll it'll stay status quo. So that, that's I guess what I think about. Hey, you either you either stay status quo or you make some sacrifices. Like, it's like right. there's there's no way around it. And I know it's not easy, right? Like, but a lot of times it's not that hard. It's not that difficult. We're not talking about all right, you know, I'm not going to see my family for three weeks. Like people in the National Guard make sacrifice, you know, like every right. one weekend a month and two weeks a year or whatever, like they're they're away from their families. They're making mm-hmm. a sacrifice. But again, it goes to the point. They're 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 making that sacrifice because they want something bigger. They're, they're serving something greater, a bigger idea, a bigger uh, mission. And uh, that is it's true of our business lives as well. Uh, we, we have to be able to do that. Yeah, and I think sacrifice ties in really neatly with purpose too. You know, like I think your purpose has to be, you know, something you're willing to sacrifice for. Um, And you know, your your analogy with the National Guard is a is a really big one. Like, you know, it's not monetary things that people are looking for. Obviously, when they do the National Guard, because the pay's not that great. But (laughs) um, there is something else they want, whether it be service. to their communities, you know, defending their country, GI Bill, you know, maybe they're mm-hmm. trying to get that thing squared away so that they can get, you know, an easier path to, to education, yeah. higher education. But those are all sacrifices that people make to get what they want and, you know, or, or fulfill their purpose. And I think that's super important and definitely belongs on this list. I hear you. Number four, what do you got? Consistency. Consistency mm. is number four. It's And he, he wrote, consistency is what transforms average into excellence. Without consistency, you will never achieve greater success. And, uh, yeah, right? Like, one of, one of the things that, you know, you and I both had had really big social media followings, and that's, that was a launch pad for a lot of our success. And mm-hmm. it's another one of those must be nice things. People, you know, are very <laughs> things. They must be nice to have, you know, a million followers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what that took? Right. You, like <laughs> they don't, right? Like it every day, multiple times a day, 365 days a year for hours and hours on end of sustained, consistent, effort is what it took to be years of that yeah and it's not uh, you know and to the point where you know we almost hate it you know uh, you and i have said <laughs> how many times have we said one of these days we're going to stand on the edge of the ocean and throw our phones as far as we can yep. and never look at social media again <laughs> right um but that's that's it that 
what what built that was consistency. It wasn't anything else. Hell, even the content wasn't that great a lot of times, mm-hmm. but we were consistent about it over and over and over again. And it it built something and taught us a lot of lessons about consistency um, and gave us a lot of a lot of opportunities that we probably wouldn't have had otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that, I mean, the entire 10-7 project, if we were just two random cops that had no way to reach anybody, this would have never happened, right? Correct, yeah. So the sure. work, you know, the work we started putting in in 2013 and 2014 built all of this, you yeah. know, so, and people now are seeing it, oh, it must be nice to be able to, you know, say, hey, uh, we're starting this project and we want a bunch of people to come join us and do all this stuff. And it must be nice to just have all that. We didn't just have all that. It took us a decade to build it. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a lot of, a lot of years of four hours of sleep and doing doing a bunch of traveling and all, all sorts of things that Mm -hmm. were involved in in developing that. Yeah. It's, it's a good point that, that consistency is, it's kind of like to go back to that bamboo analogy, it's the watering, right? Right. Yeah. I, Yeah. I don't, I don't see it, but I got, I know that in order for this to grow, in order for Whenever this thing shoots up, like I know it can never do that unless I water this, right? Unless I care for what I planted. And so you make the sacrifice, you, you, you turn over time or, or pleasure or something and you make the sacrifice to get that seed planted. Mm-hmm. Well, then now you got to water it, right? You have to, you can't just let it go or the sacrifice was in vain. Like in, in yeah. consistency, if you don't have it, if you're not watering what you planted, you know, man, you're, you're just throwing that away. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people get to number four and that's where it all falls apart. Yeah. They just, uh, yeah, I I think that they just get really inconsistent with what, what they're doing. And I've seen it in my own life that, that sure I'm a number four is like out of all this stuff. Number four is my, is that's my chink uh, in the armor or whatever they like. I, I don't know if that's the right word or not. But yeah. it's, I get it's the, bored, man. Yeah. Yeah. I get bored with the consistency sometimes. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is a personality problem for me. Like it's just a, that's my proclivity is uh, to struggle with consistency there. Like I, I like, and I think it's because I do have a strong worth work ethic. I am willing to wait things out. I am willing to make sacrifices, take risks. But once once I start to see something, then I'm like, all right, cool. I did it. Like, I, I just, I like that aspect of things more than the long term, And so this, this makes it, makes it difficult. But I recognize now as I mature, hey, if you want something that's going to last, you, you have to last. You have to be consistent. Right. And it's like, you know, specifically as related to real estate. Like, I, I like to look at, when I think about consistency, I like to look at the agents who are making a lot of money off YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever talked to one that said they didn't have to do videos for at least a year before they got something out of it? No, that seems to be the, at least the magic numbers, you know, yeah, one, I mean, to two, one to two years of right. consistent effort. Yeah. And it's like doing weekly or daily or just often videos over and over and over again and getting one or two likes or, you know, 10 views or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, then they start seeing something or, or two years. And that's the way it is every single time. Yeah. Man. Well, what do you think? Number five you have is discipline. What do you think? The, like, well, I guess take it from there. I have a question. Sure. <laughs> All right. So discipline. Um, 
Motivation gets you going, but discipline keeps you growing. There will be days when you don't feel like doing it. You have to push through those days regardless of how you feel. Um, and I, you know, I use a, an analogy to, to talk about discipline and, um, and motivation. And it's like, uh, motivation is like the capacitor to the air, air conditioner that, you know, pops a charge and gets the fan spinning, but it's that discipline and, and discipline and consistency that keep, keep it going. Um, and I think too many people try to rely on, rely, rely on motivation. And then mm-hmm. when motivation wanes, they, um, they start losing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and they start slowing down and they start running out of gas. And mm-hmm. I think, um, I think a lack of discipline affects patience. It affects consistency. Um, and I think, I think it's one of the more important things on this list, um, is, is the discipline to keep going. I know you said you had a question. Yeah, I guess I was going to ask you what you thought the relationship between consistency and discipline is. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, the, the, the relationship between consistency and, and discipline is discipline allows consistency mm-hmm. because um, if you're – look, consistency is a hard, hard thing to do because it's not fun. It's repetitive. Mm-hmm. It's boring. Um, mm-hmm. So every, at least for me, every part of my personality pulls me away from consistency. Discipline anchors me to it because yeah. I, I believe having discipline is a virtue. And when I think about who I am as a person, I like to believe that I'm a disciplined person. Now, there's a lot of areas where I'm not as disciplined as I should be. Mm-hmm. But by and large, I like to think of myself as a disciplined person. And I know that if I'm not being consistent, I'm not being disciplined, and I'm not living up to that ideal of who I think I am as a person. So I, I guess that's how I, I, I see it relating. What about you? Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with that. In order to be consistent, it will require discipline. Like you mm-hmm. can't be consistent without discipline, um, especially if there's no reward, right? Consistency with consistent reward is easier. But yeah. I think if you're if you're building something and you're not seeing that result yet, discipline is is a non-negotiable. You, if you're not disciplined, you, you won't you won't stay consistent. Sure. But, um, I think I think a lot of people lose it at discipline because. It's like, how do you tell someone, how do you teach discipline to someone? And maybe this is a, maybe this is a whole episode is like, how do you build in discipline more to your life? Because I think that this is like interesting. I I found that for me, like, I think there's self-discipline. And then I think there's discipline that you, you can submit to, or you can put yourself into I find that it's really good. Uh, my discipline is exponentially better when, for example, I am uh, somebody else is dependent upon me for it. If it's just me, sometimes I could take it or leave it. But if I know somebody else is depending on me, I can be disciplined. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't normally want to get up at five in the morning, for example. But if I knew for if I knew I made a commitment for whether it was a three-week commitment or a three-year commitment, if I made the commitment 
for something. Uh, and I knew that a group of people were planning on me showing up at 6 a.m., then getting up at 5 a.m., the discipline for that becomes easier because someone's depending on me. And so I think that there's a lot to think through in terms of like self-discipline. Yeah. Or how can you have have an environment of discipline? And I think for most people, uh, since only like 7% of the population, statistically speaking, tends toward total entrepreneur, um, mm-hmm. that self-starting discipline that's required. For everyone else, it's not that you have to abandon the idea of growing a business or being successful in real estate or something like that. It's just a matter of, I think, the environment and the community of people that you surround yourself with. And I think that's like, as we kind of talk through this, I'm like, well, this is like, I don't know, to me, the magic uh, of the 107 project, for example, is like there's a system that you can submit to and just do it. All right. It can keep you on a on an on task. And then there's a community of people that are there to help you. And so I think like submitting to that discipline and surrounding yourself with it is huge. Cause a lot of times it's just not gonna come from come from you. For sure. All right. This is a long one. All right. Self confidence is number <laughs> Sorry, six. Guys. Tell tell me about <laughs> self confidence. Uh, this is one of my favorites too. Um, I like all these, but this one's one of my favorites. Self-confidence. Confidence is not, they will like me. Confidence is I'll be fine if they don't. Um, and that is such an underrated comment. Like so many people think that, that confidence is bravado uh, and they Mm -hmm. think it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's an underlying truth that you don't need other people to I'm sorry you don't need everyone you don't need their approval you don't need all that stuff because Mm -hmm. you know if if you do things consistently with discipline if you sacrifice and have patience and you put in the work um you'll be okay if if not everyone likes you and yeah um I think that's that's pretty solid, you know. And I th- I think it appeals to me because you know, the way I grew up was a lot about appearances. You know, I grew up in the South, um, and you know how how you're perceived is is very important in in the South culturally. And a lot of people like to pretend like it's not, but it really is. Um, so it was a journey for me to overcome that part of that ingrained cultural belief that it matters what other people think about you. Mm-hmm. And um, as long as I can, you know, lay my head on a pillow at night and, you know, know that I I did what I needed to do to, you know, provide for my family. I did it ethically and honorably and, you know, did the things that are important to me. Um, I think learning that, that bit of self-confidence was a huge game changer for me in, in, in performance across the board mm-hmm. for everything that I do. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think self-confidence, some people are gifted in that area, right? Like mm-hmm. some people can be just naturally, naturally self-confident in this way. And other times people kind of have to have to learn it. And, and that's when like, it matters to have be surround yourself with good people sure. who will, who will encourage you to be self-confident and not 
not super dependent on whatever I, I like how you said what everyone thinks or you're trying to make mm-hmm. everyone happy because you do need to have people right that you're accountable to self-confidence doesn't remove accountability uh from your life and and it does matter what your wife and your kids think of you and what you know key relationships you know are or mm-hmm. what what's going on in those in your life for sure but it's that everyone distinction i don't need to make everyone like me and I'll, I'll be okay if they don't. In fact, I'm pretty confident they won't, and that's okay. <laughs> Speaking of uh, skills that are built by social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. Uh, for sure. All right, guys, this was a long one. What do you? Uh, what would you add to the list? What would you take away from the list? Uh, feel free to, I don't know, connect with us through 107project.com and send us a message that way uh you could do that but you can drop it uh we're on youtube so you can drop it in the comments what would you add to the list what would you um what would you take away do you disagree with any of this stuff well shout out in the comments it's a free world feel free to hate us or love us and let us know in the comments we appreciate it if we earned a subscription if we earned a follow if we earned a rating and review in the show uh leave that we appreciate it and with that we will see you in the next episode